Did you ever see Frank Herbert's Children of Dune? The success of sci-fi's Dune miniseries from 2000 led the channel to commission a another season, another miniseries based upon Frank Herbert's Dune novels. And this time they went for Children of Dune. Now, um, if you listen back to the Frank Herbert's Dune uh, episode, You'll hear that I really liked it, um, but it's let down by the costume design just being completely bonkers. Literally bananas. Now, in Children of Dune, what they did was tone it right down. So straight off the st- off, off, from the start, you realize this is a bit more sensible looking. It is less distracting than the previous miniseries. Now, what does that mean? It means you can actually pay more attention to what is being said. The politics of Dune are quite complicated. The first novel and TV show, movie, whatever, there's a lot of religious, you know, themes, and it 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 does start to get a bit um, techno babbly at times. I suppose would it be theological babble if it's all about religions? It's a bit more complicated, and whenever you've got someone in like a giant like butterfly hat or something like you're like what is i mean i don't know what's going on let alone what am i looking at and this one that's not a problem and this one they calmed down now it's still uh john harrison james harrison excuse me one of them's a beetle um, <laughs> so uh, he wrote and directed the first series this time around he's only writing and we've got a new director on board and to be honest this series is excellent I think it is top-notch. It's a great adaptation of Frank Herbert's sequel novels, Dune Messiah and Children of Dune. Now, what does that mean? That means that this three-part miniseries split up into hour and a half episodes. The first episode is Dune Messiah. Dune Messiah is an interesting book. It's also an interesting episode because it's kind of like a it's like a little bridge from the first um masterpiece i suppose um they call the book um the the first book and then the rest of the series especially children of dune it is super important in the story to advance the the plot and the politics and the the religious and thing iconographies and things like that so there's now a religion of moadib and um paul moadib has gone on a cruise a jihad um and uh, it was something like i think the book mentions something like 60 billion people have died you know, uh, it turns out Paul, not really a good guy. And in this, we see the plots against him. We see, um, you know, whenever he loses his eyes, and there's an amazing bit. Like, I love this bit in the book that he loses his sight because I think they call it a stone burner. And um, it's basically like a big nick weapon thing. It burns out his eyes, but he uses his, like, prescient visions to, like, <laughs> essentially see the present so he can actually still see. So at the end of that, he walks off into the desert. At the end of Dune Messiah, he walks off the desert, and, you know, we might never see him again. Although, in Children of Dune, there's a character called the Preacher who is 100%, maybe not, definitely, yes, it is actually, Paul. Um, and then that's how the second two movies 
our second two episodes kick off. The second two episodes are Children of Dune. They follow the twins. Interesting, the science fiction thing about a twin boy and a twin girl. I wonder if that, um, would that ever be be stolen and used in like a multi-billion dollar franchise? I'm not sure. Well, it happened in Children of Dune. and Well, I think it's Dune Messiah. Yeah, it happened in Dune Messiah and then Children of Dune. Children of Dune follows the story of the two twins. Uh, later, there's a second and Ganema. Al Gani. Um, and it's brilliant, right? It's just really good. They've, they cast uh, James McAvoy as Leto. Now, Leto is, he's the man and he's the big story. He ends up becoming the God Emperor in the, um, in the novel series. And James McAvoy is just fantastic in this show. It might, like, it could be because the rest of the cast and crew, the, the acting in this movie or in this TV show miniseries is not special. But James McAvoy, he is showing off. Like, he's showing acting chops. He's really good, well cast. I'm just like, cannot say enough. You know, you've got Susan Sarandon in this as well. So you've got actual, like, Susan Sarandon has been nominated for like lead actors and stuff like this. It's like, it's literally a step up this. Toned down the crazy and like, just made it more down. Now, there is a few recasts in this show. So Duncan Idaho is different. Um, yes, he, guess what? He comes back as a Gola. And uh, the Lady Jessica is a different actor. Like, it's not horrendous. Like, the Duncan Idaho one I can kind of get by because I can't really, really remember the original Duncan Idaho. But, you know, he comes back as a Gola, so he dies. And then the Benny Tilaks, uh, the Tilaksu, they resurrect him, essentially. So it kind of works in the lore. doesn't really matter because the quality is still there. This one is gripping. This one is everything about Dune that, like, you know, Dune needs to be. It's the only adaptation of any sequel novels of Frank Herbert. And to be honest, I'm like, why didn't why why, why don't we get more? Now, old Danny Villeneuve, um, the Messiah of Cinema himself, he may get Dune Messiah. And I kind of hope he does because, like, I know this is Dune Month and I know Dune Part 2 has been delayed, but the trailer for Dune Part 2 is so good. Just, I can just imagine him, like, you know, bajaz and all this, you know, all this mad sort of, like, plotting against Paul and Messiah. It would be so great. A few things about the show that have stayed consistent, though, uh, other than just the writing, is the uh, visual effects Still not great. Now, look, it's a TV miniseries from the early 2000s. CGI in the early 2000s was a bit awkward, unless you're doing unless you're Lord of the Rings movie. Generally not looking too good. But, you know, there's... <sighs> yeah, it's just not great. It, it looks, you know, artificial. And it is artificial. But, you know, the sets are better in this, I suppose. That balances it out, whereas... In the last um, miniseries, there's like a blanket with, you know, sand on it. And that was the kind of background. Whereas in this, it's more, you know, in buildings, it's more um, in like homes and stuff like that. So it is better that way. It's less distracting. The worms still look bad. But early 2000, $20 million for this budget uh, for three, essentially three mini movies. Because they're an hour and a half eights. I think they did a good job. And overall, the quality of it outweighs like all the negative aspects of it. All those kind of like, oh, it's a bit, you know, that those sort of things. 
it doesn't really matter because the actual story is good. Um, McAvoy is insanely gripping in this. And if you like a shirtless James McAvoy, you're never going to get more shirtless James McAvoy in this. Now, this is the kind of part of, like, Dune's always been weird, but it gets, like, extra weird around here. So, um, McAvoy's Leto the second Atreides. He, uh, he, um, he's, he's looking for Jakarutu, which is this mythical uh, seat. And, you know, he's getting on some visions and stuff like that. You know, in, in Messiah, Paul was getting, Messiah's in part one of the miniseries. He was getting visions uh, of, of, like, a son. And so, like, in Jakarutu, and then this, you know, they're all pre-born, they're all prescient-born abominations, as the um, Benny Desert uh, referred to them as. And, and so he's going to Jakarutu to, to essentially, uh, his skin is not his own. He, he gets the sand trout, and they start to, like, perform a skin over him. He's, he's going on the golden path, the shortening on the of the way. He's trying to find this new evolution, this new, like, uh, purpose, this, this direction that the human race has to go. And he's, you know, he, he's on that journey for it. He's essentially doing what Paul should have done. But Paul ended up just having loads of jihads <laughs> and, like, uh, genociding, like, 60 million people and planets and stuff like that. You know, again, that that first episode's phenomenal. The more I think about it, that first episode is peak. It's it's exactly what you wanted out of, exactly what I wanted anyway out of it. It showed the jihad well. It showed the um, plants within plants. It's well done. Now, uh, with the Children of Dune in the book, they're about eight. But, you know, James McAvoy looks, looks like he's 18 in this. So he is aged up. And, you know, they, they always seem to do it with Alia, um, as a baby Alia as a child, because that is difficult to do. And it was a good decision. You can always just say that, you know, preborn, so their development was quicker. Blah blah blah. It's before you know Stranger Things. Really, you know, find good child actors. So finding a good child actor in the early two thousand, especially for TV, near impossible. So this is like a legit watch, in my opinion. If you're interested in Dune, 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 and you've seen Danny Villeneuve's, um, maybe by the time Dune Part Two is out, you want a bit more. I hundred percent recommend this if you're into that. Um, as far as science fiction TV shows, I really like this. I'm not a big fan of TV. The reason this works for me is it's like three one and a half hours, so it's like three. It's like a trilogy you're watching, essentially. And um, a, a little note now: I I um I, I do like my physical media. I bought a DVD, and it's called Dune Apocalypse. And what it does is it essentially released, re-released, and rebranded Children of Dune to try and get a bit more money bit weird because they did it like way before Danny Villeneuve put out the, the this movie and um, it's it's odd they squeeze together the first two episodes so the Dune Messiah and Children of Dune Part 1 if you want and they're the wrong two to put together they've put them two together in one disc and it's badly chopped together now I got this disc for like it's like a couple of quid it was cheap so of course I'm buying it, add it to the collection. If you want the proper one, it is on Prime. Um, because you know, sci-fi, all they seem to show is like shark exploitation movies and you know, big monster movies and stuff like that. Um, no harm to them. I mean, I think it was better when they were actually legit producing quality shows like Dune. And 
I think they did like a Battlestar Galactica thing, you know, original content that isn't just trash TV, quote unquote trash TV. I do like some of the Sharknado movies, to be honest. But it's it, it, it's interesting that this show was so good. Like this is definitely better than the first miniseries. And it didn't lead to any sequels. Now, I did a bit of research about this. Apparently, sci-fi got bought over or it merged with um, I think it was NBC or something, and they're like, "Well, we're not going to be dropping twenty million on a you know a fourth Dune or a third Dune trilogy um, TV show." And to be honest, children are children of Dune is a great endpoint. I like I am holding out that one day we're going to see a God Emperor, um, but it's it's really hard to make that. I don't think modern audiences will be on board with a giant worm man. That kind of looks like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, just Google in God Emperor of Dune and you'll just see what you think. It's basically Jabba the Hutt ripped them off, but imagine if Jabba the Hutt was a worm, but the worm was kind of like, you know, um, a, a male private member. So uh, there, that, that, that will kind of do us for today. I'm on Uncle Judy, so I'm kind of, the voice is a bit low because the baby's having a snooze and, um, have to go in and check on her but still uh, kudos for listening people um i um i believe this is the last one of the month i'm just gonna make it the last one of the month i've just decided uh so this is like the first sort of themed month there will be more in the future after christmas i will definitely be doing um themed uh what, what would you say shows marathons um no, this isn't the last one of the month. No, it is the last one of the month. I've decided. It, yes, it is the last one of the month. So listen back. I'm recording these out of order, as you can maybe understand. Listen back to the old ones. Let me think. What do you think of June? Expect a June part two episode once that finally releases, at least after my birthday, like literally the day after, which I'm quite excited about. Um, I cannot wait for it, guys. That trailer's so good. Danny Villeneuve doing Frank Herbert justice, it looks like. Um, not that the rest are bad. It's just like this, like Danny Villeneuve's, you know, he's a master craftsman. And keep listening to Wade and Dave Rank the Movies. Uh, this time of year, we are in our top fives. So that's fun. You'll find out what my um, next couple of picks are soon enough. See you then. <laughs>